0: hello what's your least favorite
1: scary movie my mommy used to tell me the story about the jackrabbit and the box turtle jackrabbit is a real dick and he brags all the time says nobody's faster than him and well it's true because every time the jackrabbit races he always wins whole fucking force has to put up with this shit day in and day out the fucker always wants to race just so he can rub it in some more so the box turtle figures why not I'll give it a try the jackrabbit laughs this will be fun so let's fucking go Jackrabbit leaves the box turtle in the fucking dusk. It's way out in front. Jackrabbit always wins. But the jackrabbit wants to put on a show. So he stops to make it seem close and takes a nap. But he sleeps longer than he wanted to. By the time he wakes up, I mean, he knows he's fucked. And the jackrabbit goes full tilt, but it's too late. And the box turtle crosses the finish line. And the crowd, whoosh, goes fucking wild. Later that night, the box turtle's having dinner with his family. He's telling his little box turtles how he did it. I mean, you never give up. I just keep calling forwards, and you can co- overcome just about anything. The door smashes in. It's the jackrabbit, and he has a hammer. He smashes up the wife and kids first, so the box turtle has to watch him die. And then it's his turn. Once the whole family is broken into little pieces, he sits down and eats their dinner. Every last bite. Because the jackrabbit always wins
0: your mother told you that story
1: Welcome to what's your least favorite <laughs> scary movie, the podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the absurd and all of our favorite, favorite scary movies.
0: Because we believe every horror movie rightfully has its fan base.
1: Even if we don't always get it.
0: My name is Travis.
1: My name's Jesse, and I did that monologue in one try. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was I wasn't expecting that, but boy, boy howdy, you did it. I'm proud of you.
1: I'm glad you picked up on the the finishing line. Yeah. We, we did that <laughs> twice today. We did that with our TV or not to be as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cool. All um, right, good job, man. All right, let's kick this thing off. So, um,
1: so if you're not familiar with what that story's from, that's from 2020's The Hunt, and that's what we'll be talking about
0: today. That's right.
1: Um, but first, uh, the only announcement I have is that on Sunday, we released our monthly or not to be or not-to-be episode. We took another visit to traumaville and mm-hmm. we talked about The Class of Newcomb High. So, Yeah,
0: um, fun, weird little movie that we had there, and uh, it was a weird time. We not about you know, how birthing happens.
1: Yeah, Travis got like a Uh, really good biology education. We we got a
0: sex education going on there, folks. So if you need some some teaching there, go on over there. We got (laughs) you covered. But uh, all right, was that all you got for that? Uh, Yes. Okay, cool. Well, I've got our poll results. Okay. So last week we talked about Green Room and we wanted to know which of the desert island bands that the Ain't Right's had did you guys like the best? And the options were Misfits, Steely Dan, Simon and Garfunkel, and Credence Clearwater Revival. Good job. I have it written down right here, so I, <laughs> I cheated, but, you know, I- yeah. I'm still proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. So, let's start off on Twitter. Our band there that won was Misfits. So, they had a vote of 50%. Okay. Steely Dan had zero. Simon and Garfunkel had 25, and Credence Clearwater Revival had 25 over on Instagram, Misfits had 27%, Steely Dan had 7%, Simon and Garfunkel had 33 and Credence Clearwater Revival had 33 So tie between Simon and Garfunkel and Credence. Can um, you
1: could just say CCR? That's CCR. That's how most people abbreviate it.
0: Oh, okay. I guess I'm not like a CCR head. So is that what they call themselves? <laughs> the fan club over there? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's the band that I would choose. Like, if I... Well, Yeah, I guess so. It's between them and Misfits. I've been getting into the Misfits here lately. And yeah, I I like both of them pretty much equally.
1: CCR for me. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: know you're a big fan of them too. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right. Well, that's our polls. So let's get on into our episode on The Hunt. All right. What you got for us, Jesse?
1: So The Hunt, originally scheduled to be released September 27th, 2019 got pushed back to march 13th 2020 i have a little bit more information on that coming up in the fun facts okay we watched it on blu-ray but as of today you can stream it on peacock or rent it from youtube google play redbox voodoo or prime Mm -hmm. written by nick cuse and damon lindelof directed by craig zobel music by nathan barr and special effects makeup done by autonomous fx
0: autonomous nice
1: Starring now, I went with the people that lasted the longest, slash had the most lines. This like is,
0: first for top villain, yeah. Okay,
1: um, this is a very stacked cast, it is, um, and a lot of them don't last to, long, yeah. A lot of people don't last long, uh, but I I that's how I tried to pick who to okay, put as the starring roles. Uh, Betty Gilpin is Crystal, mm-hmm. Hillary Swank is Athena, Wayne Duvall is Dawn. Ethan Soupley as Shut the Fuck Up Gary. <laughs> Amy Madigan as Ma. Reed Bernie as Pop. And Glenn Howerton as Richard. Now, I want you guys to know that they're actually credited as Don and Shut the Fuck Up Gary. Shut in, the Fuck Up Gary. In the credits.
0: <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. And uh, the other ones too had an interesting names too, yeah, right? Yeah, we
1: had um, Sturgill Simpson as Vanilla Nice.
0: Vanilla Nice, uh, yes.
1: Ike Baronholtz is he's Staten Island okay yeah um uh, the other girl that's with them at the gas station the woman with them she's big red mm-hmm. um emma roberts is yoga pants
0: yoga pants okay. uh
1: the woman that falls into the spike pit twice uh she's dead sexy <laughs> dead sexy okay because
0: yeah, her shirt's so sexy oh okay yeah. dead sexy <laughs> Ah, <laughs> god that's so cool yeah
1: so they had a lot of fun with this um like ma and pop they have like actual names but this is how they're credited on imdb is by the characters they play in it um Megan Blair, he's phone boy, uh, F A U X N V O Y. Mm-hmm. Instead of uh, being a convoy, he's a phone boy.
0: I <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's so clever they, man.
1: Yeah, they had a lot of fun with it. Yeah,
0: not clever, I guess, but oh, just fun. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah they, cool. they they had fun with yeah.
1: it. Now it's time for our favorite, yeah.
0: budget <laughs> or <laughs> budget.
1: What do you think, Travis?
0: I um, it's Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. So they're notoriously Ted, so I'm going to go bugthed.
1: Actually, they are just this side of budget. Really? Yeah, 14 million. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. The numbers get a little little squicky here. And part of squeaky. that, yeah. Part of that is because of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Affected their theatrical releases. Um so there was home streaming and <sighs> So opening box office was 5.3 million. I feel good with that number because it was like That weekend, it was able to go for about three days before shutdowns happened, and they released it to streaming. It
0: was like two-ish, I think, right? Because we saw it on the Friday, Mm -hmm. which I guess Thursday would have been, you could watch it at night. Friday, you could watch it all day, because we had it early showing on a Friday. And then Saturday, the world shut down. Yeah, it was so like th- it was only two days, I think.
1: Yeah, it was like three days after release is when they decided to put it, make it available on home streaming.
0: Okay, I got you.
1: So on IMDb, it says the worldwide gross is $10.5 But on Wikipedia, they've got a little bit more details because there's a lot more money like broken down from different countries and stuff and it says it's 42.8 million
0: okay that's a whole lot better yeah
1: and just based on like the way it's broken down in the wikipedia article i'm more inclined to believe that one yeah um but it's just weird because normally like what's on imdb and what's on wikipedia and like other places that you can search like all generally match (laughs) and that's a that's a bigger disparity than i would expect uh currently sitting at a 6.5 out of 10 on imdb
0: okay solid not bad
1: um, I picked three movies from 2020. I was unsure of what I was going to be able to find, but I found ones that we've actually seen all three of them. Okay, cool. So the first one's Spree. Okay. Uh, that was released August 14th, 2020. So it's coming up on its three year birthday. Oh, um, that movie's that
0: old. <laughs> I can't believe it came out in 2020. I know. Damn.
1: <laughs> uh, so that I couldn't find any budget information on that, but I'm pretty sure that's a low budget.
0: Like, yeah definitely with the way that they filmed it and just the people involved they have steve harrington which yeah. is like their big get oh and uh fucking dewey
1: oh yeah i forgot david David arcane
0: yeah he's in it he's like his dad or something yeah,
1: yeah. i completely forgot about man, that man i forgot
0: about that too okay decent enough cast yeah it,
1: it's a pretty it's a pretty good movie yeah it is actually I, I enjoyed it um that because it was not a theatrical release it's worldwide gross is at fifty thousand. oh okay Um, and it has a 5.9 out of 10 on imdb
0: that yeah i mean it's it's a surprisingly good movie honestly you bought it for us on dvd because they had it on dvd at dollar tree and we just watched it and it's like oh shit yeah it was was one one of those that i was
1: like i've heard of this and it was a dollar so
0: might as well at that point yeah it was worth it for sure
1: um second movie very specifically um tied to covid it's called host it's the oh movie yeah. Where they we're all on a Zoom call and it lasts. It ends after forty minutes because of the freeze. Is it
0: sixty? Was it forty?
1: It was four. I'm pretty sure it was forty.
0: Okay, I remember it was like a fairly short movie, but yeah, yeah, because it was perfect for it to be a Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. So that was released July 30th, 2020. Again, I couldn't find budget because it just came straight out into a Shutter.
0: Yeah, it did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, it did make a worldwide gross of 445,000 and it has a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb.
0: It's good. Um, I don't know. Would you call it a novelty at this point? Um,
1: I think it's a more adult version of like Unfriended.
0: It kind of is. It's just the whole thing is like COVID, you know, because yeah. like I think it was that one had a lot more impact in the moment. Yeah, I don't know if it, it will hit the same if I watched it today.
1: Yeah, it definitely, like, it it felt like Unfriended meets COVID um, because it was very much playing on that, like, we've all been super isolated um, and not just, like, from each other, like, in real life it hit where, you know, the way we can all talk to each other is basically through Zoom. Exactly, yeah. But also, like, this is how we're watching movies now is we're streaming at Mm -hmm. home. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it, it was good for the time, for sure. I don't know.
1: It's, I, I'd say it's definitely worth checking out if you haven't watched yeah, it Yeah, for sure,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and then the third movie, we actually were just talking about that earlier this week, uh, Freaky.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: that was released November 13th, 2020. That had a budget of $5 million and a worldwide gross of $18 million Okay. And has a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb.
0: That's one I need to rewatch, I think. Mostly because, like, there's a lot of it I just don't remember. But But yeah. um, I'm also just kind of wanting to check out more of, uh, was it, Chris Landon? Is that his name? Yeah, Christopher Landon. Yeah, because he's taking over the Scream franchise now. Mm-hmm. He's going to do Scream 7, which is cool. Yeah, so... and I think
1: that's actually why we are talking about it. Yeah,
0: it was, yeah. 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 Okay. All right, nice. Nice little batch of movies there in 2020, even though it was a disaster of a year for theatrical <laughs> releases.
1: All right. We have one tagline and it pisses me off. What is it? The most talked about movie of the year is one that no one has actually seen.
0: I get it. I get get it. it.
1: They were playing off of the novelty of the controversy surrounding this movie, but like. Yeah. I think everybody at this point knows my stance on movies being like. Taglines being like mini reviews of a movie
0: yeah yeah it's not really about the movie itself it's about the controversy but, surrounding yeah. it yeah yeah because that was why i got delayed originally right we'll get into that surely yeah then, well sure.
1: i can go ahead and get into that because it's time for fun facts this is our only tagline
0: okay sure go
1: ahead um so they kind of flip flopped on the release date a little bit. It was september twenty seventh and then they pushed it back to October eighteenth and then pushed it back to september twenty seventh um, The marketing was really kind of like getting some people up in arms you know about it mm-hmm. and especially because rumors were that the working title was Red State versus Blue State oh, really? which is pretty politically charged. Blumhouse has said that this was never the working title hmm. Could it be true? Could it be a CYA moment on Blumhouse's part? I don't really know. But what actually ended up delaying the movie was that there was um, multiple mass shootings, but specifically yeah. the ones in Dayton and um I think Paso, New Mexico. El Paso. Okay. Um those happened so close to the release date and so close to one another that they made the decision to stop marketing the movie and they just kind of quietly pulled it from their release schedule.
0: Yeah, I remember that being something which I don't fully understand because I don't really feel like that has anything to do with this movie at all.
1: Yeah, but like it was a lot of the way it was being marketed and perceived by people is very politically charged and I think... Unfortunately, there's so much politics that comes along with a tragedy like a mass shooting. No. Um, I can see it from the studio standpoint. Ironically enough, considering the, the crux of what causes the action of this movie to happen, that like for optics reasons, they pulled it. Yeah. Um, but what actually ended up getting it brought back to the theaters was that the Joker had some controversy surrounding it as well. Um, And it ended up being a very successful release, so they decided that they were just going to release it in March.
0: That's true. I mean, the Joker's whole thing was, like, about an incel that just goes, you know, snaps and goes after people in society. And then, yeah, like, I could see... Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I understand, but at the same time, like, it's just a movie.
1: Yeah, and they did revamp their marketing when they decided that they were going to release it later on. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people thought that they took that time to make adjustments to the movie but jason blum has said in interviews that like not a single frame of the movie was changed in that time
0: good because i i love the movie as it is
1: yeah and like because i watched the bonus features this morning and they were very clear like right from the very beginning that they like they wanted to write a fun movie but they also wanted to address like politics on both sides of the spectrum um and essentially how we're like devouring each other
0: (laughs) right okay
1: um and everybody everybody that was interviewed was just like absolutely delightful like the people that were involved in the writing directing and production of it just seemed like wonderful people they were so kind on the on the footage
0: that's good i'm glad that you know good people wrote it i mean and it's just it's good to make fun of people yeah Like, like everybody you know what i mean like everybody needs like a little jabbing at every now and then just to remind them how silly they act.
1: Yeah, and I'm a person that definitely like uh, healing through humor.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so yeah. it like, it is kind of, you know, a nice way to be like, ha, ha, ha. Um, yeah. <laughs> so in addition to all of that being important to them, they also like... Uh, costuming was really important to how they wanted to do the storytelling like it nothing that they did was intent like unintentional they wanted the clothing to tell like a story of who that person is like you see Emma Roberts you instantly know what her thing is you yeah. know what type of like conservative person she is right um Crystal's whole thing was that she they wanted her to look like somebody whose interest And effort in fashion ended in the '90s, so that's why she's got like kind of that design on her shirt, and why the cuts are the way they are with her like the fit of her clothing. I could see that. Um, That's why, like, when we see the liberals and their fatigues, the fatigues are super clean and well pressed Mm -hmm. because, like, we're pointing out like they haven't actually used these.
2: Like, (laughs) it is
1: literally a costume and outfit that they're putting on.
0: I like that. That's cool.
1: Yeah, they made sure that the ending was a nod to the ending of Animal Farm because the ending of Animal Farm, like all of the pigs are inside the barn, standing on two feet, drinking a beer, um, while the other animals are outside looking into the barn. I've never actually read Animal Farm. I'm
0: not familiar Um, at all.
1: But this is how they described it in the bonus. And, you know, and they said that's what happens with Crystal is that like at the end of the movie, she puts on... Uh, Athena's clothing, and she gets onto the jet, and she's having that champagne, and she's sharing it with the uh, flight attendant. Right. Okay. Yeah. The stunt choreographer, I didn't. I'm not 100 percent sure I got her name. I think it was like Heidi Moneymaker is what it sounded like, something like that. Um, that's what I ended up writing down. <laughs> um, but she gave each of she did the fight scene between um Betty Gilpin and Hillary Swank. And she wanted to make sure each of their characters had a distinctive fight style. So, like Hillary Swank, as a person, just likes using kicking moves. So they incorporated that a lot with her. That's cool. They said that she was a lot more precise and she was like a found weapons kind of person. Uh huh. So, which really tracks with what we see. Whereas Crystal is going to be a whatever it takes kind of person.
0: She's like a straight up military vet. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and. Kudos to her. Like, because whenever I was watching that, anytime I see that fight sequence, I'm like, God damn, whoever choreographed this did an amazing job because yeah. it is an amazing fight.
1: Well, and it's not even just that, like, it's such an amazing choreogra- choreographed fight, but the set was built specifically for this fight scene. Oh, that's like, cool. So they built it specifically so they could do everything they wanted to do with it and they could get all of the imagery they wanted to get with it and have, like, fun with, like, the setting.
0: Right. I and, like that a lot.
1: And, obviously they rehearsed the hell out of this and just filming it took five days
0: (laughs) i can only imagine i mean they do so many things in that yeah yeah it's it's great
1: and filming for the movie as a whole went from february 20th 2019 to april 5th 2019 and it was filmed in new orleans
0: oh wow okay this doesn't look like a swampy area (laughs) 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 looks like croatia Um. pretty well
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that was, like, another thing that they talked about with, like, the um, the gas station set. Mm-hmm. They um, wanted it to look very realistic for, like, a country store. Like, they hand-painted the sign, but they also wanted there to be, like, little hints that, like, maybe they're not actually in Arkansas. So, like, they had, like, you know, the candy, but they had, like boxes stacked in the storage room that said like american candy oh really yeah like little Uh. hints and pieces that i haven't caught but now i like want to go rewatch it again that is cool yeah (laughs) Yeah, i didn't even
0: think about that yeah (laughs) shit
1: yeah so they put little details like that throughout so there's like a there was a lot of thoughtfulness that went into this movie
0: (laughs) you can tell man you can tell that they they worked really hard on this one because it's just it's so fucking good yeah okay cool all
1: right so that brings us into good bad ugly and absurd travis yep
0: okay so i i do like the commentary in this movie it's not like it's not beating you over the head with it like it is present throughout but i think it's like all surface level to the point where it's just making fun of like stupid shit that both sides like say which you know like i think it's i just think it's fun to like even stuff that you agree with Like you can realize that people are absurd with the way that they behave with it. Yeah, like, and
1: I think climate change is real. I'm not gonna like gas somebody
2: for disagreeing with that. <laughs> you my know, my favorite
0: <laughs> thing from that is whenever he is in there and he turns on the news, it's like climate change took another hit today, and yeah. you just hear him go. Huh. <laughs> he just turns the TV off. That's just, like, that's what I'm talking about right there. It's just so funny. Like, yeah, climate change is real, and like. Yeah, like it's important to like make sure people realize it's real and talk about it but like
1: but they really are so fragile in their views. Yeah, it, like that's yeah. the thing about it. I but love But like also like there's a lot of wild stuff that the the hunted people are saying, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, you got the guy that you pointed out. Gary, shut the in, fuck up, Gary. He's
1: clearly in Alex Jones analog. Yeah, exactly. Because, um. like, he's, like,
0: talking about, like, the crisis actors and shit like that. And, like, I think that stuff right there, like, uh, I think that they went a little bit more towards, like, the really hurtful things for, like, the right side, like, crisis actors. And, well, that was actually really just the worst one.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've spoken about my stance on the crisis, act, crisis acting conspiracies. Um, yeah. I've spoken about that pretty recently. I think that's a...
0: See, the thing is, most of the right-wing people in this movie get killed off so fast that you don't get a whole lot of jokes at their mm-hmm. expense because like, they all just fucking die. Yeah. Like so soon, which is another thing that I like about this movie is how you have this huge cast of people at the beginning... And then you think that they're all going to be so important, but they all get, like, wiped out in like, entertaining and hilarious ways. Um, I just, I don't know. Every character in this movie, I feel, like, serves their purpose and does a great job. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't feel like anything is wasted here. Yes. All right. What do what'd you like? Um,
1: I, I really like that it does. It doesn't feel like it takes a side. You know what I mean? It feels like a non-biased storytelling, Mm -hmm. even though it is like ultra right wing versus ultra left wing. It points out the problematic aspects of both. Like like Mm -hmm. you said, the hurtful things that come out from some like ultra right wing conspiracy theorists. But Mm -hmm. like we've got the ultra left wing and they're very hypocritical. Yeah. And very like fragile, honestly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't have a better way of like describing it, but that that is what it is. And I think the it's- The quick to
0: judge people just based off of like, you know, who they are or where they're from, like the fucking dude in the beginning. Uh, they're like, oh, you fucking hick just because he's yeah. like a Southern. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, what they were saying in the behind the scenes stuff, I watched like, w- like that is how a nation kind of can cannibalize itself, mm-hmm. you know? Um, So I think that's really good. And I also just like, their writing is so funny. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it is, dude.
1: And you can tell everybody on set felt really comfortable and good with everything, and I think that's that says a lot.
0: I think Betty did so good in this. She injected what I'm gonna assume is a lot of like her own things here. Like whenever she, um, she like does like makes like funny little faces sometimes during like the scraps. Like whenever she's in the bunker and fighting the dudes. Like there's a part where like the gun hits the floor and she just like makes a like funny little face and goes, bah! and then like run- lunges for the weapon.
1: She talked about some of her approach to playing Crystal is that she characterizes Crystal as somebody who kind of gave up on herself a long time ago.
0: Okay, I could see that.
1: Um, which I think really kind of tracks, and especially like when she's talking about like how you know she feels, mm, mm. and you know she works at a car rental place, and there's not a lot of
0: place for, place her, for her, her to put that. Use her. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I think I think it's really just well done. She did an amazing job in she this. She really did. Honestly,
0: she's great. And okay. it's funny.
1: She also said when she got the script, she had her husband read it. And uh, she was like, a lot of people are going to be mad when they read this. He's like, yeah, they sure are. And then they realized that they were talking about different sides of the political
0: aisle. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, well, I guess bad about this. Um, What is bad about this, man? Like like it's good that we don't get a lot of those people flushed out in the beginning but i guess it also is kind of sad because i feel like there was a lot of potential with some of those people mm-hmm. like i think that it would have been great to have sturgill simpson's character survive because i think he's like a surprisingly good actor and i think yeah. that he can bring like a lot of comedy to the roles that he yeah, does
1: which we talked about um righteous sounds on our tv or not to be episode but to bring it up again man Sturgill Simpson keeps getting cast as like a ultra right wing person doesn't he
0: <laughs> but he does a great job every single time that he is yeah, I don't know he's awesome um Ike or Staten Island in this movie at least um I like him we watched Neighbors with him last night and yeah. he's, he's just funny he's entertaining I don't know Emma Roberts your girl we don't get. It. I mean, I think it's cool that they kill her off right away because you don't expect it. But at the same time, I think she would have helped. But yeah. then at the same time, like this is but Crystal's also, movie.
1: Yeah, it is. It's Betty Gilpin's movie. Um, also, like not for nothing. But like, if I want to see that characterization from Emma Roberts, I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna go watch
0: Screen Queens. Like or any other Emma Roberts movie because <laughs> she's like the same person and everything. Which um, is nothing bad about that.
1: I wouldn't necessarily agree with that.
0: Really, you don't think so?
1: No, I think she's different in Scream Four, and I think she's different in Holiday.
0: Okay, fine. Yeah, fine. <laughs> you're right. She's got range.
1: <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. I mean,
1: And what I, about Unfabulous?
0: Unfabulous, God. Well, that was ancient. That was know. a long, long time ago. But you're right. She played the guitar in that. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like I, I struggle to think of a lot of bad with this one. I got one. Okay
1: uh betty gilpin's makeup is fucking perfect the entire time okay to the point that it's distracting
0: i think it would make more sense for her to not have makeup at all
1: and like they tried to do a no makeup makeup thing which like obviously i can tell because like
0: oh is that what they were going for yeah okay yeah
1: but like she never breaks a sweat like she never looks sweaty i can see like a hint of contour and a hint of like eyeshadow on her at times like Her hair is always in a perfect ponytail after she puts it up.
0: I guess, yeah, for somebody that like has nothing to lose, she's a pretty perfect character.
1: Yeah, like it's just it's so distracting. And maybe that's because that's one of those things that I have an interest in. I notice it more than others, but it is like she looks fucking gorgeous the entire time.
2: Yeah. Like
1: she obviously she's an attractive woman. She is (laughs) working after who is working, but like flawless
0: yes Uh, yeah you're right perfect
1: ponytail the entire time anybody who has done a ponytail while working out can tell you that shit ain't staying on the crown of your head the the whole whole time (laughs)
0: um okay ugly i um i i guess the easy thing is like the whole idea of like pitting two sides against each other like uh, just the whole idea of like the division you know it it's uncomfortable it sucks but I don't know. I, I always say they make fun of it in this movie, which is nice. It's an ugly concept. Yeah. The idea of like people picking sides and then like just because you're on one side means that you have to be, you have to hate the other person. I don't know. It's, it, it just sucks.
1: Yeah. I, I'd say, yeah, the extreme ideology is held by both sides. Because the thing is like, yeah, there are some things that I'm never going to be able to get on board. Yeah. With if I hear a person say, certain things that um particularly if they're gonna like present a dangerous ideology towards a group of people um you know like any kind of bigotry things like that but i also like don't get what the joke is about saying you're going to hunt human beings for sport you know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, like what's the joke? Explain the joke to me.
0: Yeah, well, it was a stupid joke to begin with. Like, like but
1: it's not even funny. Like, yeah, it's I know. The thing, so um, you know, and that's something too that even though I would definitely say I'm, you know, a little bit left of center, um, mm-hmm. like I I don't. That's not the type of person that I would necessarily condone their behavior for either.
0: So, I agree. Yeah.
1: Um, I think it's just it's. And the thing is, too, that, like, I think riding off just because somebody is more conservative or more liberal than you, if they haven't done anything other than say, like, oh, I vote Republican versus I vote Democrat, like, Mm -hmm. making stereotypes and and judgments based off of that can be just as dangerous. And it doesn't give people any room for for growth or understanding. Yeah. Um, If you just uh,
0: immediately discount people.
1: Yeah. And, like... I don't know, like I said, there are things that I'm never going to be cool with once I've heard somebody say like I'm gonna imme- I'm gonna have trust issues with you, probably for a long, long while, but I also do think that um there are there's room for like understanding, you know, like
0: I think that there's room for conversation, Yes. like you know, like you can have like an actual conversation without it being heated and having to like you can agree to disagree
1: yeah i think if if people aren't actively being harmed yeah by the things you're talking about you can agree to disagree and i like i want to be very clear about that kind of stuff i think talking about crisis acting i feel like that actively can harm people well there are
0: things where a line is crossed where um, you can't really necessarily i i understand what you're saying yeah If it's really fucked up, you can say something about it. But if it's just, like, people liking, like, just other certain harmless aspects, I think that it's perfectly fine to just let people be who they want to be.
1: I I think you should be able to have a conversation with another human being without it becoming so cutthroat. But I also think it's important to, like, not support things that are going to put other people's lives in danger. I think we're all on board with that. I think
0: it's pretty clear. We just, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, absurd. My absurd is, um, Orwell, the pig that is just, like, constantly running around the battlefield the entire time until he's not. Poor Orwell. Poor Orwell. Actually, no. Mine, I think mine's gonna be the fact that they, um, they choose, like, the way that they went about choosing these people for their, uh, hunt, it felt like they were trying to find people to give a bid to on bid day fraternity like just reviewing their facebook and just like making quick judgments based off of their profile picture yeah you know what i mean like because that's what they were doing they saw a picture of people and like okay no no like all right we're gonna get that guy he's obviously a racist piece of shit you know like stuff like that
1: yeah um i think my absurd is just going to be um I think it's going to be dead sexy because she falls into the pit, they get her out, and then she gets blown right back and into Right back it. onto the same spike.
0: I love Aww. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I like that. Okay, cool. Um, I think I'm going to rate this 9.5. I like this movie a whole lot.
1: I'm going to rate it a 9. 9. Okay. So we have a starting average of 9.25.
0: No, Strong movie. All right. All right. Ready to do it?
1: So we start off. Somebody's at, a woman's at her desk, and we can see her text conversation, and, you know, they're just talking about various things, complaining about certain political figures. Ted
0: starts (laughs) off with a thing that is like Reese from Green Room, where he's like, I've told, I have something I haven't (laughs) shared with any of you guys ever before, and then he just sends, like, a video of a turtle having sex with something.
1: Yeah. And then, like, Athena's like, well, at least the hunt's coming up soon. Nothing better than going out to the manor and slotting a couple dozen deplorables.
0: Yeah, and then everybody like goes along with that immediately, and like, oh, you can't talk about it over the text, and then one person's like, oh, I'm deleting this thread, and then boom, that's it. Yeah. So then we caught to a plane.
1: Okay, I need to talk about this. Okay. The flight attendant. Yes. Um. The actress's name is Ali Ha. Oh
0: God. Ali How God. Shut up. <laughs>
1: um. Uh, Hannah Allen.
0: Hannah Allen. Okay.
1: Yes. And so my notes say Glenn Howerton is a jerk to a murdered girl. And that's because <laughs> we were watching Your Worst Nightmare from Investigation Discovery. Mm-hmm. And we were watching this girl being held hostage in her own house. And I was like, she looks really familiar. And Travis was like, yeah, whatever. And I pulled up the IMDb and I was like, oh, it's her. <laughs> So she's, yeah, so this actress has actually been in a lot of different things. But oh, really? Okay. Yeah, one of the things she's been in is this. Um, she she was good in this. Yeah. She's
0: better than she was in that episode. She wasn't terrible in that episode. Well,
1: she knew she was going to be murdered, Travis.
0: Usually in those shows, people are pretty bad at acting, but she was, I guess she's probably <laughs> yeah, she one of the was... better actors in all of that.
1: Yeah. At least she wasn't the dad down at the bottom of the series going, oh, uh,
2: ah. <laughs> <laughs> save you. <laughs>
0: yeah uh okay so yeah glenn howardson or dennis i don't know he he plays dennis essentially in everything that he's yeah. in like honestly it's just glenn howardson yeah uh he is kind of harassing her he's requesting mediterranean fish which can't <laughs> she's really do just that like on we a
1: don't have a full kitchen yeah <laughs> well and i love the way she says that she's yeah. like this is an airplane
0: <laughs> um but then suddenly somebody wakes up and they're super it's, confused
1: and it's Randy. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's how he's credited mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's clearly coming off of some tranquilizers and uh, the doctor's like okay i need you to lie down all right we're gonna get you back to sleep and this then he stabs ted, him in the neck
0: ted the turtle fuck dude yeah that's just <laughs> how i did <laughs> it ted the turtle fuck yeah ted the turtle turtle fuck ted over here <laughs> He, yeah, he lays him down to comfort him. And he's like, Don't worry, um you weren't supposed to wake up yet. So he takes the pin and stabs him in the neck, which only gets Randy to go a little bit more crazy. Yeah,
1: well, then he does, you know, try to defend himself. He grabs a, a bottle. champagne bottle, mm-hmm. hits Ted with it. Do you want to do your obligatory? That fucks you up?
0: That fucks you up, dude. Seriously. <laughs> Did we get a sound effect? Because, like, if it goes like the boom. <laughs> that's how you know that oh shit that hurt the skull if it shatters you're good um, actually if it shatters you're not good because that's just gonna like cut glass? you up yeah hard
1: yeah you're, you're
0: just fucked no matter what if you get hit in the head with a bottle honestly
1: yeah um it does end up being shattered but what happens is athena is woken up and she comes out and stabs him in the eye with her heel mm-hmm. and this is a little detail that i absolutely love because she is a very very rich woman um part of Glenn's whole speech at the beginning was that um, she bought three bottles of this $250,000 champagne that went down, like, was sunken. Um, they had to go get it with a robot. Like, she's super... This is her <laughs> private jet. Like, she's yeah. filthy, disgusting rich. Like, hypocritically rich, considering what her so-called political viewpoints are. Yes. Um, But she's got Laboutons, which are... I I don't know if they're necessarily the mountains, but it's like that kind of a thought, um, except instead of the red sole on the bottom, it's blue. And because that's, of political affiliation. Yes, I love yes. that. It I love a, that little detail. It's a nice touch. I, I didn't like it catch too. it the first or even second time we watched it, but when we bought it on Blu-ray and watched it at home, I was like... <gasps> yeah, that's
0: <gasps> a good thing about this movie. Like, if you When you watch it multiple times, you start to pick up on other things. All right, so now we cut... Oh, yeah, by the way, so they're dragging the body into like uh, one of the closets there, and then he's drugged next to Emma Roberts, who is still knocked out. Yeah. And then we cut to in the field, Emma Roberts wakes up.
1: She's got a gag in her mouth, mm-hmm. and she's panicking. There are a bunch of other people scattered across the field that are also waking up. Um, Crystal... Not not groggy at all. She immediately gets up and makes a compass out of her name tag.
0: Super fucking resourceful dude. Like yeah. I never whenever I first watched it, I didn't really understand what she was doing. I thought she was unlocking the thing and then I thought she was gonna like sell it across the water to Emma Roberts. But I noticed now like this time, oh, it made a compass. So what she did
1: was she took the pin off the back of her name tag and she um, basically got like some static charge to it by like rubbing her hair on it. And then she put it on the leaf in the water so it could. um, Yes. Rotate. Yeah. Yes. Which makes
0: me think if she still had her name tag on, did they attack her or kidnap her while she was at work?
1: or while she was coming home
0: or while she was coming home like but i wouldn't have my name tag on while i'm driving i take that shit off as soon as i get in the car man
1: well i mean she was still wearing her like like her uniform shirt so i have a feeling mm, you know the orange shirt
0: yeah yeah it almost looked like a jumpsuit to me like a prison no, jumpsuit it
1: was a single piece because she she takes off the rental oh, yeah, shirt later and yeah. has on different pants
0: yeah okay well, yeah. So they, um, they all start to wander out into a field. Yeah, the where eleven others. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they wander out. There's a crate in the middle of the field, and they open it, and a pig comes running out, and then they roll out this weapons crate. That Emma Roberts, she goes up, and she finds the this tiny little envelope on mm-hmm. the back of the crate lid that they just threw to the side, and it's got keys in it. So everybody gets to take their gags off. Um, and she's talking to, um, Big Game Shane. Yes. And uh, he's like trying to be comforting to her and we're like, oh God, are we getting, are we really going to force like a romance type thing into this movie? That's not what I'm here for. But don't worry because she gets shot in the head.
0: Yeah. Well, because like <laughs> you start hearing gunfire and she's like, oh my God, that almost hit me. And then it's like right through her and she's like, oh shit, she's dead, which yeah. was a big shock whenever we watched her first time in the theater.
1: Yeah. I was so sad. Yeah. I'd heard that she wasn't in all of the movie, but I didn't think she was going to be out in like two minutes. Yeah. Um, So they all go running. Dead Sexy falls into a pit of some spikes. And Shane helps her out. And then when they run, he steps on a mine. So they explode. And Dead Sexy, well, the top half of her winds up back in. On the
0: exact same spike that she was on originally. And And then she
1: stops to Daten Island as he's running by. And she's like, shoot me. He's like, I Mm. can't. And she says, fucking Snowflake takes the gun and shoots herself. Yes. Which, like. She has no legs, and she's been stabbed multiple times. Put her out of her misery. She's in a field. She's probably not going to get medical attention from the people currently actively shooting at her. No. I kind of get where she's coming from. Like, I'm going to die either way.
0: It is kind of crazy, though, that they all just start opening fire. Like, isn't the whole point of this supposed to be that they're hunting? Like... They're not, like, they're just, like, killing, they kill so many of them right away. Like, you even got the one dude that's, like, dual-wielding. He's just running up the hill trying to, like, shoot. We don't even get anything from that guy. He's just a dual-wielder. Like, he just, like, gets fucking eviscerated like that. Yeah. And also another weird thing about this, Hillary Swank's character, or Athena, she was the one that organized this whole thing, yet she's not participating in the hunt at all. She's not with the group.
1: She was waiting for Snowball.
0: But how does she know that she's going to be there? <laughs> how do they know that one person is going to make it and going to come like all the way up to the manor? Like I don't think that she knows that's going to happen. It makes sense from a movie standpoint, but she like she's the one that organizes the whole thing and she is not participating.
1: I think she was waiting. <laughs> I think she was waiting until like, the final one.
0: Okay, well. It, and she
1: was really hopeful that it was snowball. Okay. Um, let's see. So so a group of people was running. Up. They found a fence and they climb over top of it but target—that's what he's credited as. He doesn't make it because he gets shot by a bunch of arrows. Yeah, but Staten like, Island, Vanilla. I I nice. like how
0: um when he gets shot by the arrows, like you get like a grenade that rolls over to him, and you think it's gonna explode, and you're like, why isn't it going? Like, did she pull the pin? And then like you see like a second one just roll up to him, <laughs> and then like you just see the explosion later from like the other three running away.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Staten Island, Vanilla, Nice, and Big Red get to Mom Pop's gas station. Mm-hmm. They. Ask for a phone, and they're pretty rude about it, but um, mom and Pop are pretty rude, too, I'm gonna say. Um, well, I mean,
0: I think it's justified for these three people to be behaving the way that they are as they're being chased.
1: Oh, yeah, and but, um, they
0: try to like they try to ask them why they have guns, they're like because we're being hunted by a bunch of people, and then they're like, Oh,, well,
1: I would be confused by that I'm, like that <laughs> we're being hunted. Well, why do you have guns for self-defense? it feels very confusing um
0: <laughs> it does but at the same time i get it but then like I just, they like, try one of those
1: like panic moments where he's not making any sense i like having watched the movie i understand what's happening
0: yeah um, but like I, I just they like but the mom and pa are like oh so they're exercising the same rights that you are all are exercising It's like why the fuck are you making this a, about that like i get it from there Point, because, you know, they're obviously in on it, but, like, from everybody else's standpoint, like, why the fuck are you making this, like, a debate about, yeah, you know, what you feel about guns?
1: Yeah, well, and then they ask him to please stop pointing the gun towards him. He goes, I have seven guns. I know how to be safe with guns, which, first of all, never point a gun at somebody you don't intend to shoot
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, because of accidental fires. Yes. And she said, why do you have on that many guns? He's like, for self-defense. She goes, are you going to really use seven guns at a time? Mm-hmm. Which... I feel like it's a fair question. Yeah. I mean, some people do just like to shoot for sport, not even necessarily shoot at like animals, and I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, I personally don't own any guns, but that's like a much more personal thing than like a political stance.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not much of a gun guy myself.
1: Uh, but I have like gone to shooting ranges and stuff before. Yeah, I have too. Like, I, mean, yeah.
0: I don't judge people for doing that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Um, uh, I call nine one one, and. The 911 operator is super unhelpful. Yeah. He is like asking. Um, well,
1: he, it's clearly Macon Blake. Well, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah,
0: but he's like trying his best to be super obtuse about everything. And then he's like, okay, where are you at? Like, I don't fucking know. I, would, do you want me to give you my address in Staten Island? Like, because they realize that they're in Arkansas. They have no idea where they are. And then the guy's well, like, can't you just use my told. fucking cell phone to triangulate where I'm at? And he's like, wow, you know what? That's a great idea, which. Should know right off the bat that there's no way a nine one one operator should would be this incompetent, like I you mean, should know something's fucky with this.
1: it has happened, but
0: it has, but come on, like this is like this is intentionally not giving yeah. a fuck I like, yeah. you know hang up or just realize that something is not right
1: um big red is just eating food off of the shelf, but then she starts to choke uh. <laughs> What, what was it that Vanilla Nice is like? She's chalking <laughs> or I, something like that.
0: I don't remember. <laughs> oh,
1: it was like a quick throwaway line, but it was really funny. Uh, mom, pop, throw some gas bombs at him. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, they and, they gas him and then they pass out and then he goes up to approach Ike and uh, or Staten Island. He's like, for the record, asshole, climate change is real, and then he shoots him. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then. Um, as they're cleaning up because they get a radio call that snowball is headed down and she's unarmed. So they're trying to clean up. So it looks like a normal gas station again. Um, And she, Ma starts to feel bad because one of them's wearing a wedding ring and he goes, don't feel bad. He probably says the N word and in public and yeah, not even privately, <laughs> like
0: probably on Twitter. <laughs> I, like,
1: one, the speculation of it all. Yeah. Two, you've already looked through their Twitter.
0: Yeah. Right. Would she, I mean, I guess at that, well, I don't know. Did he? He might have. I don't know.
1: Three, the whole argument they have about what is the correct language to refer to people of color as. Mm-hmm. And then he like quotes NPR and she goes, and NPR is made up almost entirely of who? And he goes, white people. Oh, I'm the fucking worst. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he turns on the climate change TV. He's like, yeah, it took another hit. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a, I love how like he's just super concerned about climate change. It's hilarious. So uh, they get a radio from... For the record, from... we
1: should be concerned about climate
0: change. Well, but, yeah, but not... Um, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I'm not going like, to whimper whenever I see bad news about <laughs> climate change in the news, you know. Either way, so they get a radio call from Athena warning them that Snowflake or Snowball, Snowball. is on the way. Mm-hmm. So Crystal enters the store, and she asks what state they're in, and then she asks for some SIGs. And then as she... Gets the six. She's kind of giving them an uneasy feel too, because they think that she might be onto them. And then as soon as she gets her change back, you see her face. She realizes that something's fucked up.
1: Gives them a twenty, and she gets ten dollars and some change back. And so she slams Ma's face into the counter, launches herself over, grabs their rifle under the counter, shoots Pop, turns around to her and says. Uh, cigarettes are only six dollars in Arkansas. You, you fucked, fucked up, up bitch.
0: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way that she says that. That's you fucked I mean. up, bitch. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and she shoots her. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, dude.
0: Like that's the energy that she brings to this, and it's so fun to watch her do yes. this stuff to people. It's great.
1: She goes outside and sees a truck, and she peels off the license plate and discovers um, foreign license plate um. She's not entirely sure yet, but she ends up making some guesses later, puts it together that she is in Croatia.
0: Mm-hmm. And then she realizes that the truck is wired. Mm-hmm. So if you open it, you're going to blow up.
1: Yep. So she um, hears the radio go off, trying to figure out why they're not getting a response from mom and pop. So they send in a drone and she hides. Only the drone gets shot down and she's mad at Gary. She points out that she's a friendly and he's like, How can I trust you? She goes, Well, you could get in the truck and blow the fuck up mm-hmm. and then you'd know. <laughs> And he's like, oh. Um, And she was like, all right, we need to get going. And he's like, why? They just shot down their camera. And she's like, so then they know we're here. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh. I I like that she is thinking four or five steps ahead yeah this is why she survives exactly
0: so she's like okay i saw some tracks down the road so let's go follow them
1: he says what kind of tracks <laughs>
0: i thought that that was a fair question because i didn't <laughs> understand railroad tracks you know <laughs> that's what you say whenever you talk about railroad tracks so they start walking down the tracks
1: and he's like you know what this is this is goddamn manor gate <laughs> yeah which, which here's the thing it's a crazy conspiracy theory but in this case it's actually true
0: <laughs> well yeah and they made it true but it wasn't true beforehand like it's the whole thing about like taking the conspiracy theory throwing gate at the end and then everybody yeah. like creating this crazy scenario but yeah it ends up being real here but she yeah. like stops to take a pee and then she's like
1: he's like my name's gary by the way she goes shut, shut the, the, fuck the fuck up, up gary,
0: gary. <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's his credit too shut the fuck up gary
1: um so They get to the railroad. She senses the vibration and she's like, It'll be going slowest at the curve. Let's run. And she gets on there. Gary's not going to make it. And she's a good person. So she pulls him aboard. Mm
0: hmm. So Uh on there, they realize that they're not alone. There's some refugees hiding also. So
1: Gary is like, oh, these are crisis actors. And she's like, what the fuck? And he goes, oh, was this supposed to do? Make me feel bad about (laughs) refugees? (laughs) Change my stance on immigration? Which is a very narcissistic point of view. Yeah, you were put on this train specifically to change your viewpoint on immigration.
0: (laughs) Oh, she's like, they got a baby, Gary. He's like, I don't know, they could be crisis babies.
1: No, he says, there are crisis babies.
0: (laughs) It's funny. But um, the train ends up being stopped and they are escorted out by some kind of military.
1: And Gary is trying to explain to them what is going on. And you pointed this out that like, all of the refugees, the people of color, are being patted down and checked. And Gary and Crystal, the two white people, are Well, they hop off of the train yeah.
0: and they're like looking around because they're swarming the other people and patting them down and forcing them up against the train. But they're like shrugging, mm-hmm. like, what? Is it not happening to us? Okay. And then they just walk off. And they get interrogated by some other, like a uh, Croatian dude.
1: Yeah. And Gary's trying to explain what's going on, but he doesn't, he's not listening. He doesn't really care. He walks away. And one uh, of the guys behind him goes, I don't think they believe you, Gary. Yeah. And Gary's like, <laughs> yeah. did you hear that?
0: <laughs> so good. Yeah. So the dude was actually part of like the thing, thing. But he's great. like, yeah. he's selling them. He I wasn't actually. Martin, the ra- I think
2: it was Yeah,
0: something. I don't remember. He's not really super important. He's barely in the movie. But uh, he reveals, like, they're actually real refugees. He ingrained himself in there for, like, weeks for whatever reason. I don't really yeah. fully understand how he, he got said, wrapped up into this. Yeah, he
1: said the train wasn't supposed to be stopped. They're real refugees. Um, you guys weren't supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. So let's just shut up and get out, and I will give you guys a head start. And Gary takes a grenade and puts it down his pants.
0: Uh, yeah, which is like I mean, it's good because like, they're kind of tight pants, so he can't really reach in there and get it out fast enough, causing them to explode. But like, I don't fully understand how because he's part of the group that's hunting them. I don't like I don't understand how he wound up where he is. Like, why was he not with the rest of them? I don't uh-huh. feel like they fully. They don't ever really explain. It. They just like whenever later on, whenever they're like picking out the people that they're gonna hunt, he mentions like what his role is going to be but it doesn't hint at anything like this
1: yeah i don't well because they need to get macon blair there to act like he's part of the american embassy yeah so they planned that far ahead at least
0: yeah well he wasn't supposed to be there nobody was supposed to be here it's all kind of not really going according to plan i think that they had macon blair's thing like as a backup type deal because they are just like in a random country. So like if yeah. they manage to find other people, like they at least have him to go out there and pick them up.
1: Yeah. So we see uh, Crystal gets escorted to this building and uh, they're like, do you know where you are? And she was like, well, I was leaving work. I got drugged. I was asleep for probably 18 hours. So I'm going to guess somewhere. She guesses a bunch of countries and she lands on Croatia.
0: This guy is so fucking disgusting. He's just eating boiled eggs the entire time. Like, just so gross, dude.
1: And he's like, oh, let me guess. You're hunted like Don. And she goes, what?
0: Show me papers.
1: Hunted like Don. And she's like, who's Don? And then uh, he, like, is over at the next table and weighs her. She goes, yeah, Mm. hunted (laughs) like Don. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they send an embassy representative and uh, envoy. I'm not sure the exact word for it. Um, and so he picks them up and he's like, I'm horrified that this is happening to you. This is awful. Like this just, this feels, we're going to go and we're going to get military support and get people to come in and we're going to figure out what happened. This seems really personal though, right?
0: Yeah. Like why were like, they, do, why are they doing this to you?
1: Like why you specifically? It just, it seems very targeted. And Don's just like, "Huh, oh, this is a weird conversation. And Crystal is like, <clears throat> beep like she yeah. like picks up her feet she
0: has like the little yeah. like I don't know dude like it's just like shit like that that I yeah. love about this yeah, yeah. she just like straight up kicks him out of the moving car drive like gets in the driver's seat and then backs over his head
1: yeah and Don is like he <laughs> cracked me up during all this because oh god oh my god oh god no
0: (laughs) dude he's good like he was like a good person to be her sidekick in this because he just brings like i don't know like another bit of comedy with his performance but like
1: yeah and so she's trying to explain that he's clearly not who he says he is and he's like no he's gonna get us out of this and she opens the trunk and Don goes, Jesus. And Krista goes, nope, just Gary. Because uh, yeah. his body's in the trunk with a knife to the skull.
0: So I don't fully understand why he was trying. Was he trying to act? Because she's like, I think he was trying to figure out why we're here, too. But like, he was there, part of the whole team that was getting them. So he knows why they're there. No,
1: he wants. They all want. That, that's why they say this in the flashback sequence that's coming up. Um, that they don't want to just kill these people. They want them to know why they're being hunted. They're doing a
0: terrible job at it because they're just straight up killing these people.
1: Yeah. I I don't disagree with you. I think they're bad at what they're... It's like what she says. They're either smart pretending to be stupid or stupid pretending to be smart. Mm. I think they're stupid pretending to be smart. That's
0: exactly what it is. Um,
1: Because, yeah, like they're not really figuring out why they're there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but... Okay, so they now realize that it's just the two of them now that Gary's dead.
1: Yeah, they've done the math on it. There were 12 of them, and 10 have died, so it's just the two of them left, and they find a map in the trunk, and they're going to they're gonna go win because the jackrabbit always wins. This is where she- The whole jackrabbit yeah, story. Yeah, she tells him the story that her mama used to tell her.
0: Yeah, I was like, your, your mama told you that? <laughs> like, which is like a, kind of a fucked up story to tell. Like-
1: I mean, a lot of the Grimm's fairy tales, like the original versions, are well super fucked up.
0: I don't understand why she feels the need. Like, everybody's heard this story. Why does she feel the need to tell Dawn about it? Like, Dawn looks, like, honestly amused the entire time, but still, like, well, everybody knows it.
1: I never heard, you know, the part at the end with the jackrabbit killing the Yeah, because she added that. Friendly. Yeah. Um, but you, you don't know. need
0: all of that, you know, just, with, you know, the story of the rabbit and the turtle, you know, blah, blah, blah. I guess for theatrics. Or...
1: I mean, I've heard this story before and I was willing to listen to her. She's <sighs> She tells a convincing story. I guess.
0: Know? I don't know. It's just, yeah, we've all heard it, man. <laughs> can go on, get on to the killing parts.
1: Yeah. Um, Orwell pops up and they have a plan. So we see all of the hunters are in the bunker and they're making fun of um One of the guys Haiti trips. Oh wait, no, this is Martin. I don't know who the crisis actor was then. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like,
0: oh thank God Martin is taking on AIDS because <laughs> he's like says that he went to Haiti to like help assist with like an aid like fundraiser or whatever. But he yeah. ended up also knocking up somebody while he was over there. Yeah. So this is like a thing. This is another thing here where they're making fun of people trying to be like overly politically correct to the point to where it's like ruining every like any bit of flow in a conversation yeah like i don't know like, i i think that it's funny there because like it's just straight up saying like oh you guys and like oh, did you just gender that and like
1: which here's the thing though is that i do think language is important and it is important for us to like kind of move away from gendered language like that like i've really tried to change the way like i like saying folks now All right, folks.
0: Guys has always been like everybody to me. I've never seen it as like a gendered thing.
1: I I've had the same experience, but there are people that um who are trans and non-binary that have had like very targeted language used against them. So having like gendered language just thrown around so casually can be a little bit upsetting. It's marginalizing in a way that's maybe not necessarily like intentional but it does have an impact and i just like i see what you're saying i get the point you're making they're stopping the flow of conversation having this whole like political it it would just be
0: insufferable to talk to these people
1: but i do also think it's a discussion worth having is the point
0: i understand but at the same time goddamn it's just like (laughs) like there's politically correct but then there's also to the point where you're correcting every little thing that everybody is saying and i think that that is like annoying
1: i think like nitpicking in a conversation all the time. Yes. But I do think that it is also important to, especially, like, if you're in a group of friends, like, where you can comfortably be like, hey, this language use bothers me. I don't think the way they were going about it was necessarily productive.
0: Okay. Um,
1: So Richard, Glenn, um, goes to pee, and he is ambushed as he's leaving the bunker. They send in Orwell, and everybody panics and shoots him.
0: It's sad, man. They all just light up Orwell, which like, they miss so many times. I feel like they would be able to tell that they're shooting at a pig, but they Poor don't. They just keep firing Lint at the pig. At mm.
1: I wrote that the libs get pwned. <laughs> Lips get pwned. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Crystal comes in swinging and she kills most of them. Liberty and Dale are both uh, in bad states by the time that uh, Don it's comes back in.
0: Dell, the dude, the military dude. Yeah, the so, consultant. Yeah, they have like a dude that like they hired as a consultant. Mm-hmm. He did work for the movies. He did uh, Tears of the Sun, which had yeah, Bruce Willis. Which in. Had Bruce Willis. So he's uh-huh. got some legitimacy to him.
1: Yeah. So um, the radio comes on, and Athena asks Don if he got her, and Don's like, "Oh no, she's tricking you. She's tricking you." She goes, "Drop the gun, Don." And Don's like, "No." He's like, "She is lying," and she's like and crystal's like drop the gun don and he won't so she shoots him
0: i think which is okay so do you think that he was actually bad or do you think he was good
1: i think he was like one of the hunted people
0: i think he was too yeah oh you don't want (laughs) to yeah i'm not saying like his character i'm just talking about like do you think he was like
1: hunter or hunted yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah um like I think that that... And we never get full confirmation because even when we see, like, shots of all of the people, like, if he's there, he's always, like, one of the ones off to the side.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't really... I mean, I feel like in that situation, like, just drop your gun if you're good. You know that she's good.
1: No, because he's, like, shown repeatedly that he's not going to, like, listen to her because... I don't know, he's listened to
0: her the entire time.
1: No, he hasn't. He's fought with her every single step of the way, even though she proved to him time and time again that she knows what she's talking about.
0: I think he's just confused. Like I I think that they went along with his plan just fine. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think he should have just dropped his gun, but she didn't want to take any chances, and I don't necessarily blame her.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: So she goes and talks to Sergeant Dale and says, how much are they paying you? He said, nothing. I owe Athena a favor. And then uh, she says, oh, they've shot Liberty, too. Don, before the radio came on, Don was like, you can't shoot her. She's a woman. And Crystal goes, Miss, do you think that you should be afforded mercy just because you're a girl? And she goes, of course not.
2: Yep. Boom.
1: Yeah. So now everybody's dead except for Crystal and Sergeant Dale. And She asked Sergeant Dale. And um, he clocks that she's got some military background. And she said, yeah, I toured in Iraq. And she <laughs> said, what like, about you? you? <laughs> National, National Guard.
0: Guard. <laughs> So well, thank you for your service. <laughs> and then
1: she shoots him. Yeah. One year ago, Athena gets up to her office, and there are some folks in there. And he they say, as you're aware, Martin's account got hacked. Um, and all of the information, your text messages, stuff about Manor Gate, um, comments about the president, everything have uh, come to light. It's bad optics. People out there believe it. And everybody else did what they had to do and stepped down. And so, basically, she's fired. Mm -hmm. And she keeps saying, it's a joke, it's a joke, it's a joke. It doesn't come across as a joke, and it's not a fucking funny joke. Yeah. Is the thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a stupid joke. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, it was a private conversation. But, but...
1: like, that's just, I mean, I've got a dark sense of humor, but talking about killing real human beings is a little, hoof.
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's a little, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean at the same time i get where she's coming from like yeah i get it like i mean it it was a private conversation with friends and it got leaked out into the public like you're like it's like you have that different personality when you are with different people you know what i mean it doesn't necessarily reflect you as like a person because that's not who you choose to like to present yourself as normally like that's just she felt comfortable with him she felt comfortable saying that behind closed doors it's unfortunate that I got leaked out to a bunch of other people but i mean
1: i mean i disagree about it not being who she is but i do think that you have different faces you put on around different people and i mean i'm not I'm saying it's yeah
0: sorry hold on i'm saying yeah. she's not a killer i'm saying yeah. she's just joking like you yeah. can feel you, you feel more comfortable telling darker jokes around certain people compared yes. to like other people yes. she felt comfortable telling that dark joke with her friend group yes. in a yes. private conversation
1: Yes, it's very different than the professional. No, your, yeah, you no, know, your yes. audience type. Exactly.
0: Thing. Like I don't think that she's a killer. I'm just saying, like you know, like dark humor is allowed.
1: So, eight months ago, they're in a home theater, and they are rating people who post about who posted about Manargate. and they decide they're like they have to cap it at twelve dale says because it's their first time they don't want it to be too large that's another reason i think don like was an actual hunted person because i don't think they would have wanted to waste one of their slots with one of their own
0: i guess but like also on the first time you want to make sure it runs smoothly so maybe plant somebody on the inside
2: Mm.
0: you know i guess i I could see it either way but yeah they're like reviewing all of the photos and profiles of all the people that they're going to go for um you get gary he has a podcast called confederate files and um yeah he talks about like crisis yeah he's just he made like a good comparison he's basically like alex jones yeah
1: um big game shane hunts endangered species mm-hmm. it's really gross. His profile
0: pictures him standing over like mm-hmm. a rhino or rhinoceros or whatever yeah um
1: and then um they start reading justice for y'all which is crystal may creasy's twitter account um they start reading her tweet about how clearly Athena and Mannergate are like actual real things and they're killing all, real people.
0: All they get to though is "fuck this bitch," and then they start to read more. But then Athena's like, "No, that's all I need to hear. That's our snowball right there." Yeah. So then,
1: it cuts back to present. Yes. She, Athena, makes Crystal leave her gun in the mailbox and lets her know that there's mines in the ground. So, you know, she should just go ahead and leave her gun because otherwise she can blow her up right then and there. Uh, when Crystal gets inside, she sees the photos on the wall of everybody that was being hunted. Um, let's see, there's <laughs> some examples of why some of them are there. Um, Staten Island was one of the Tiki Marchers. Tiki um, Marchers. Yeah, the new like white supremacy group. Remember when they did their like protest with the tiki torches?
0: I don't remember that.
1: Oh God, it was it was it was bad. Uh, So, yeah, he's a white supremacist.
0: Okay, that is bad.
1: Um, We see a mugshot of Vanilla Nice. He's from Florida. Go figure. I wonder
0: what he was in prison for.
1: Um, I'm sure if we would paused, we could have seen Mm. maybe something on his little sign. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Emma Roberts is, like, standing with some political person in front of the White House. So you can assume she's, like, an aide or an intern or whatever to some right-wing politician. Big Red... (laughs) is at a protest, and her sign says, stop being gay. <laughs> God. So those are all the ones I managed to write down. Okay, yeah. Um, Crystal gets into the kitchen, and Athena is making a grilled cheese, and she's being very pretentious, talking about all the best ways to cook a grilled cheese. Yes. And I think she's also not realizing how immensely privileged she is to be able to get the fancy cheeses and fancy breads and whatnot that's not a lot of people make grilled cheese because it's cheap and easy to make not because they're
0: yeah right i know uh, (laughs) it's good though you know anybody can enjoy a simple grilled cheese i'm sure
1: i'm not gonna lie though that grilled cheese sounded really good
2: it
0: did yeah
1: (laughs) um but yeah so she asks Crystal if she knows who she is. And Crystal's like, I have no clue who you are. And she goes, well, I know all about you. And she like rattles off this biography of Crystal May Creasy, and she was very unsympathetic to what this person went through where her father had a meth lab which ended up exploding and her mother overdosed on the last batch of the meth. And as a result of that and probably never getting proper treatment from all of the childhood trauma that comes along with that kind of shit, Crystal had a hard time holding down a job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and um She gets through all of this and um, Crystal goes, I don't want to interrupt your grilled cheese speech, <laughs> but you got the wrong Crystal May Creasy. She spells hers with a Y. I get her mail sometimes. I know. So no. She spells
0: mistake. hers M-A-E. Uh, yes
1: i keep getting them mixed up Mm. either way they spell their maze different yeah
0: either way not important so was like
1: my mom's still alive we can call her if you want my dad he's kind of a dick but he's alive too
0: (laughs) so they decided to just fight it out Mm -hmm. so now they this is like one of the best fights it's so fucking good like the camera work is amazing the choreography is amazing
1: the music that goes along with it really well done yeah the use of the props and everything like it's just it is such a well done fight sequence.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, just do yourself a favor and just watch that if yeah. anything else from this whole movie because it's a treat to watch. So they end up like stabbing each other, yeah, and yes. they both like and end up. It's basically a draw.
1: Yeah, well, it ends up like the thing that they stab each other with. So, um, Crystal had like the blade of a food processor in her stomach, and she pulls Athena to her mm-hmm. and basically transfers the blade over, which I think is just a really intense finishing move. Yes. And they're both laying, bleeding out on the kitchen floor. And Crystal says, can I ask why you called me Snowball? And Athena's like, it's a reference to George Orwell's animal farm. And Crystal's like, yeah, yeah, I get that. But why am I Snowball? Like, he's the idealist. That's why the other animals, like, go on a smear campaign against him. And uh, <laughs> Athena's just kind of, like, shocked. <laughs> and then uh, she goes, can I ask you a question? I mean, we're bleeding out anyways. to be honest. Um, I got the right one, right? You're, you're justice for y'all. And Crystal goes, No, ma'am, I'm not.
0: It's <laughs> mm. a gut punch right there.
1: Yep. Mm. And then uh, Athena dies, but Crystal gets up and she uh, she eats the grilled cheese. She takes like
0: the little toaster thing, like the little, the, little flame thing. Torch. Yeah. And she cauterizes her tummy stab. Yeah. So she's not bleeding Ooh. out anymore. Yeah, she eats the food like the jackrabbit. Yeah. Well, she also sees the jackrabbit while she's laying on mm-hmm. the ground there, so she's like, okay, I'm going to do that And shit.
1: I love her facial expression, like,
0: ha! Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, eats the grilled cheese, goes on, puts on a fancy dress. Mm-hmm. And um, she
1: takes Athena's dog.
0: Yeah, which is cool.
1: And she uh, she climbs the... And she takes the big, expensive bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. She climbs aboard the plane, and she tells the pilot and the flight attendant, she goes, um, the assholes you work for are all dead, and I would like to go home. Is that okay? And they're like, Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and the flight attendant is like, would you like me to pour that? And Chris says, yes, please. And she goes, would you like some caviar? And she's like, sure. And she asked her if she's ever had caviar. And she was like, I don't think I'm really allowed to. And she goes, now you are. Sit down. Gross. And she shares the caviar and champagne with her. Gross.
0: Caviar is so nasty. <laughs> I get it. That's cool. And then she drinks like the bottle. And she's like, how does yeah. it taste? And she's like, so fucking good. And then boom. Yep. That's it. That's the moment. That's it all right um I'll keep mine 95
1: um I'm gonna bump it up to a nine 95 as well
0: okay cool it's it's just it's just a fucking good movie man like I just can't it's it, yeah there's not it a whole really lot that good. I don't like about it there's just a whole lot that I love about it it's like every time I watch it I just have so much fun it's just great I don't know it's funny it's got a lot of action it's got a lot of like nice kills characters are solid it's just good can't really think of much to complain about
1: yeah the the only thing i would change is just like let betty gilpin look a little less dish a little more disheveled
0: yeah i could see it, that. it's reasonable yeah
1: it's reasonable
0: what's how you rate it
1: okay well talia as we put in the dvd was very itchy and we made it one second before it was very clear she needed a benadryl yes so uh, we did that she climbed up on the couch she farted she um Played with her toys. She kept throwing them at us. At 29 minutes and 27 seconds, she had to go out again. And she came in. She was a little sleepy for the rest of the movie. Um, So I think all of that all said, she is going to rate this a 10. Because she had a really good time watching it. And the dog specifically survived.
0: But the dog is in a plane. And the dog is super high up. And Talia does not like being that high up. So she might be like, oh, that's going to be a scary movie for that dog.
1: Or maybe she would think that the plane is like an even better car ride.
0: Oh, it could be that too. Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Zoe so ran in as soon as we started it. She's and a hunter. Yeah. She jumped up on the couch. Yeah. She likes to hunt. Um, She's so, a little hunter. Yeah. All
0: okay. Right. Um, right. Who'd you relate to?
1: Um, probably a flight attendant.
2: <laughs>
0: is yeah,
2: we're
1: okay. like, I'm just trying to do my job. Um, I don't think I'm allowed to eat the caviar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Shit, who would I relate to?
1: Because I've been there. I've been a server. I've been low man on the totem pole and mm-hmm. understanding that. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do to pay the bills sometimes.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Even if you don't like the assholes you work for. Not my case now, but like.
0: Well, i've right, been there in the beginning of the movie right, like uh, dennis is i just call him dennis glenn howerton's character is like do you like actually working for Athena?" she's like yeah it's great she's like hmm don't really hear that much from people that work for her
1: yeah she's like she's sweet and he was like don't let her hear you say that
0: yeah hmm. who did i relate to i relate to the dude with the dual wielding machine guns as he's running up Because like if i'm going now man just gonna take me out while i'm looking cool and stunned just Going down you know in a
2: blaze of glory he
0: went like rick silva <laughs> and i respect it i would go real rick silva in this moment too okay do you have a dream sequel in mind for this mm. do does another hunt continue do they do another hunt does um
1: maybe like reverse the sides
0: Ooh, you know what that actually would be an interesting idea yeah. Just reverse the sides. Yeah.
1: Cause I like the whole thing was that like the manner and the hunting was never a real thing, but then because Athena wanted revenge, she turned it into a real thing and she kept trying to say like, You're all the ones that made it real and I was like, Oh Athena, you're actually the one that made it real. Um Yeah.
0: I guess like if you wanted to do that, you could do that and just like update it with modern, like current political things that are happening if you wanted to do that to just you know make fun of the current climate yeah which you know it's always changing
1: i would like to see how that because climate change is real yeah (laughs) climate change you're right
0: (laughs) damn that was good 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 catch right there
1: Uh, yeah no i would like to see a reversal of the roles and how the different things would be handled that way
0: yeah i can't really think of like a logical way if you to like keep any of the characters yeah i mean you only have crystal you know maybe like the flight attendant is like all right i'm gonna get revenge on these fuckers like i've had caviar i can like i want to get my payback now yeah okay
1: caviar flaming panties, flaming batons satan's panties
0: (laughs) yeah Uh (laughs) a new tagline so this one needs a new tagline because the tagline it has is not a whole lot yeah Hmm. okay the hunt hmm you fucked up bitch because they got the wrong one.
1: Oh yeah yeah i like i like that you fucked up bitch yeah
0: <laughs> okay uh all right internet review okay what'd you pull for us
1: so i was really concerned <laughs> what kind of reviews i was going to be able to get if it was just going to be people on one side of the the aisle so to speak or the other and mad uh-huh. about the representation of their personal alignment right um but honestly a lot of the more negative reviews because i knew it would be positive so i wanted to get that okay other viewpoint right i was trying to find ones that weren't just like i didn't like this movie you know what i mean i wanted to get a little bit more understanding of why they didn't like it okay um and i thought this one kind of really is a good explanation for why somebody might not like this movie I love crazy horror flicks, but this movie portrays the worst stuff during this time. I hope you actors and producers are proud about the money you made releasing this crazy. Like I said, I like hostile in the collection. This is too real to reality. I hope your carriers are affected karma. What? I don't know. That last sentence isn't... I don't know what they're trying to say. <laughs> um, But I can understand why somebody would be like, hey, I watch movies too disengage um and i don't necessarily want to be reminded of how at each other's throats um people are right now no
0: i totally understand that like if you like because that's so much of life right now if you pay attention to any of that like it's just so much arguing and division and shit like that and then when you're wanting to just watch like a fun horror movie and then it's the same thing I can totally understand that being just not what you want when you watch a movie. And I've always
1: been of the stance that horror is an inherently political genre. Um, Yeah. But I do think that there are plenty of movies that are a lot more subtle. Um,
0: Which, yeah, I mean like... (laughs)
1: Without outright being like your political beliefs are causing you to be hunted or to hunt, like that is very like on the nose, and I could see, like, because it, God, 2020 was a bad fucking year. Um, It just was a culmination of a lot of things, and it was really nasty leading up to the election and with the pandemic and everything. Like, I could see that hitting at the exact wrong time for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just really exhausting. Anyways, just in general, so like I get it, but
1: but that's why I like it personally because it feels. I feel
0: like it it does a good job. Like I mean, it, it doesn't like it. It takes that and it has fun with it.
1: And honestly, like like I said, I feel like it where it does kind of make fun of both sides. It does kind of remind me to rein in some of my more like knee jerk reactions sometimes, and I think it's really important to try and understand where people come from with different beliefs, yeah. um, even if you don't necessarily agree with them, because sometimes that can be a good way to build a bridge and understand.
0: Well, I think, like, one of the things, like, in this movie, it even shows you, like, yeah, Hillary Swank's character, like, she is, you know, a left-wing person, and she feels very strongly about those, but she ended up becoming the exact same thing that she hated. Yeah. She ended up being, like, this person that just, like, is hunting people. And
1: well, and she became disenfranchised, which is why, like, some people like, and not to get too political, but that's why a lot of people in our region ended up voting for Trump because he promised to bring back industries that aren't necessarily thriving very well right now. Yeah. Um, and that was a huge thing that was kind of an eye opener for me when I was reading some of the articles on people from this area talking about why people in their hometown were voting for him because it was just almost an act of desperation. Yeah. Um, You know, and I think having that little bit of empathy can kind of make a difference because there were a lot of people that just stopped seeing each other as human beings.
0: Yeah. And
1: when as long as people weren't like, I'm voting for him because he's going to outlaw the gays. um, You know what I mean? Like, that's a whole different thing. But being like, he said he's going to save the coal industry and that's what this town survives on. I could see that being like a beacon of hope for people.
0: Yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm from a town that was very coal dependent, so I totally understand why people felt that way down there. But, like, at the Do same I time, you have to understand you who you're talking to. It? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, you have to understand a lot of the, like, some of these people are saying this shit just to get your vote, even though they have no intentions of doing anything. Yeah. Either way, it's whatever. That's not even what, that's just a whole other thing. I don't want to get super. Yeah, I'm trying not this. to get
1: like I'm trying not to insert too many of our own politics in this, but I cuz it's such a it's such a delicate line to walk because some of these people do push ideologies that are harmful to groups of people, but also like you can't have a black and white discussion about things. Yeah. It's not productive. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, let's get some listener reviews. Okay. So, we got a couple of them. Let's Start off with Instagram. So first off, we have Horror Nerd86. He says, or they say, I gendered it.
2: You did. <laughs> Good catch.
1: I <Yeah>. thought <laughs> Fan- our conversation earlier was actually productive. Yeah. Honestly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic movie that rags on every political stereotype. Betty Gilpin is a badass. Betty All Gilpin
1: right. is a badass, and I do like that it it doesn't seem to pick a side
0: yeah fuck yeah uh michael lee howard says the hunt really digs into the extremism of left and right wing politics coming out in 2021 it is hard to tell whether it was meant to be a tell of what could be a farce or a blanket statement of the world maybe it is all these and more the movie grabs you from the moment it kicks off and never relents the movie's ending has one of the best fight scenes since kill bill i would argue even better in the end, it left to- me with a lot of thoughts about our world. 9.5 out of 10. Yes.
1: Michael, which which fight scene in Kill Bill? Rank rank the fight scenes. I want to know which ones you're thinking of specifically. I, I feel
0: like it's got to be the finale, right? And like uh, where um, Lucy Wu is like no, there with her game.
1: part one. We got a whole part two, too, where she faces off with Bill.
0: Yeah. I, um, well, maybe he's talking about Also, it opens
1: up with her in the kitchen with- um. Look.
0: I feel like if you're talking about which that's a good one, I know what you're talking about with the mom. Yes, yeah, that's a great one too. But that's not anywhere near as good as the final fight. Come well, on.
1: you keep saying final fight. It's the final fight of part one.
0: Hold on, I was about to make this point. Okay, if you're talking about then, I feel like you, you know, Kill Bill, Kill Bill two. If you're talking about both of them, that's a thing. It's the whole body affair, or the body affair, whole body affair. I think that's what it is. Yeah,
1: but then we we got the fight with every single every single member. Yeah, of the Deadly Viper Assassin Squad. That's true. I don't know. I need to know know how all of those different fights are ranked.
0: All right. Yeah. Please elaborate. Yes. Let us know specifically
1: which one you're thinking of. I'm hoping it's Lucy Liu because like her versus the crazy 88s.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's that's the fucking thing. It's so fucking good.
1: But I do feel like in a movie like that, you have to clarify.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. And Twitter. We have movies for days. They say a friend was so excited to show me this after it became available to stream. I kind of hated it, but was too embarrassed to say anything negative at the time because his friend was so convinced I'd love it like he did, and I didn't want to disappoint him. I love that guy.
2: You know what? <laughs> I like this
0: right Travis here. That's sweet. and I
1: have both been on that that experience with the other
0: <laughs> dude. I yeah, I back in elementary school, I had a kid. Uh, it was one of my friends, and he really liked the show and I pretended I liked it because it, you know, he liked it so much. And then he kept talking about it for weeks after. And then one day on the way back from lunch, I stopped. and I was like, listen, man, I hate that show. I don't watch it. Like, please stop talking about it. And his frown just went, Aww. I felt so bad. But at the same time, I was like, dude, stop talking about it. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's sweet. It's sweet that you care that much about your friend and you don't want to disappoint him, but maybe, I don't know try it again you might Mm -hmm. have a different opinion about it
1: i would be curious to know what it is about it that you don't like
0: yeah that's you yeah
1: yeah i like fully respect that this maybe isn't for everybody but i do like to i like to understand why it isn't for everybody
0: yeah Um, yeah yeah it's good to know but respect that you don't have to like it no biggie all right that is it for this week's episode y'all It sure is. So next week, we will be coming at you guys with Nope.
1: Yeah, I can't believe this is going to be our first Jordan Peele film.
0: I know, me too. It's uh, been long overdue, but it's finally happening, so we're going to do it.
1: Um, Right now, you can stream it on Amazon Prime or you can rent it from Redbox, YouTube, Vudu, or Google Play. It's, listen, just go in without like any expectations just let the movie take you where it's gonna take you
0: i didn't even know what it was about until i nope. watched it and i was blown away it's a fucking good movie
1: yeah i had absolutely no clue um lovecraftian is the 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 adjective i will give as yeah a hint that's good for it <laughs> yeah
0: i think that that's fair yeah All um right.
1: it's yeah it's a really good movie and i'm really excited to finally talk about it
0: yeah so watch it if you can we recommend it
1: yes absolutely watch it but um if you want to hear us talk about it first feel free yeah.
0: <laughs> um so in the meantime you can catch us on social media mm-hmm. we have a twitter at least faith pod our instagram and threads account is least favorite scary movie podcast facebook what's your least favorite scary movie uh website what's your least favorite scary movie com.
1: and you can find us on patreon yes and hang out with um Eric and B.V. of Shaken Not Scared, mm-hmm. Joe, as is his name, Amber and Michael, uh-huh. and we greatly appreciate your all's support, and we've appreciated the feedback we've gotten that you like the perks you get yeah. from supporting the show, and we appreciate the support. Um, if you want to support us in other ways, you can do so by rating us, reviewing us, following us on whatever app you're listening on. That makes a big difference, too. It, makes a it big difference a to lot. us a
0: difference <laughs> on the platform and the system and it just is it's nice and it's yeah. good to you know have that there we appreciate any bit of feedback you guys give us
1: yes absolutely uh, is that it
0: that will be it okay so we will catch you guys next week with nope so we'll tune in then until then right,
1: bye, bye. <laughs> Budget.
0: Or bucktail.
1: Okay, we're doing that again.